can have sorry faces. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm happy. I mean, I prepare a suit. Now, let me just give a, a very quick story. I was preparing a suit. I was so excited about today. I was not sure what to expect. So I put my suit in the cleaner, you know, and I put in the, how do you call it, the cupboard, I, I guess, the closet. And the Lord kept telling me, take the suit and put it next to your bag so you don't forget it. But you know, uh, sometimes you think, oh, this is just a simple instruction. I'm not going to forget it. So I come to Ashland, and then I go, oh, my God, where's my suit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, where's my suit? So I had to run to Walmart and buy this pant, which is actually very nice. And then uh, <laughs> after a lot of repentance, I said, Lord, I'm so sorry. And then the Lord, you know, as the Lord, even in small things, yeah. we give you a teaching. Yeah. And say, that's, that's what we do. If you give us an instruction, that seems so small, so insignificant, insignificant. I'm sorry, I speak French mostly, so <laughs> forgive my English. It's so small that we neglect it. But he said it's in the, he used the little thing of the world to confine the wise. Just a little thing right there. You know, and many times with the Holy Spirit, it's those simple instructions. Just simple. Like, take your suit, put it next to your bag. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, no, no, I got it. The next thing you know. And I remember two hours later, I was in Reston, Virginia. <laughs> two hours later, at the service, where the Spirit of God started to speak. First thing that he spoke about, your suit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. And the thing is, even when I went to my room, I kept expecting that the suit will appear somehow. Maybe that's what I should have prayed about. Lord, I'm sorry, make it appear again. <laughs> but maybe my faith is not there yet. My name is Paul Alo. A-L-O-O. -O. In India, A-L-O-O means potato. <laughs> yeah, it actually does. So every time I go to Indian restaurant, they be, when I make a reservation, they will say, what's your first name, Paul? Last name, Alo. Oh, Alo. Do you know what this means? I say, yes, I know, it's potato. Just, just give me my seat. <laughs> and then you, you go to the seat, you open the menu, you see potato, potato, <laughs> everywhere. You see my name everywhere. So I'm so excited to be here. It's such a pleasure to be here. It's always an honor to serve the Lord. Always an honor. You know, it was an honor for Jesus to serve the disciple. So it's a great honor for me to be here. Um, so I want to thank the Lord first. Father, King of kings and Lord of lords, I thank you for your goodness, and I thank you for your mercy. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> thank you. Ooh. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it's called the joy of the Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you that you came, you died for us. Amen. Thank you that you humbled yourself to become a baby, to go to the cross, <laughs> to let 600 Roman soldiers spit on your face, to go on the cross and die a shameful death just because you knew we would be sitting here and you, you were happy to go through that just for us. Hallelujah. To go to the grave just for us. Lord, we thank you. You are wonderful. And yet, we were still sinners. We were insulting you. 
we were spitting on your face. We beat you up. And yes, for the joy set before you, you endure all that just for us. So Lord, we say, thank you. Glory a Dios. <laughs> you mean glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Always take time to thank the Lord. To just reflect on what happened. I was reading the, the, the Bible uh, the other day, and, uh, and they were explaining how the, the, the band that spat on him, it was 600 soldiers. Do you imagine? 600 people spitting on you. And back then, I don't think they had Colgate. <laughs> 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 it was not good. <laughs> All these things. But yet, the Lord went through that. They even say he could call a le many legion of angels to take off business, but he went through that. Man, humility. I remember when the Lord gave me a revelation about humility. I say, oh my goodness. Because sometimes you don't want to be humble, you know, you want to raise our shoulders. But such, there's such a beauty in humility. It's actually strength. Hallelujah. The Bible says that uh, it, give, <coughs> it resists the proud, but it gives grace to the humble. Amen. And today, the Lord put in my heart to speak about authority and power. Hallelujah. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, if you don't know your authority in the Lord, the devil will kick you from every side. I remember my previous pastor. My pastor is Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. He has been such a blessing to me. I always take time to honor him. Everywhere I go, I say thank you for him, for his life, for his commitment. You know, always take time to thank your leaders. Um, they, they have sold out life. You know, give credit where credit is due. Thank the Lord, thank the leader, thank the parents. It's important. Have a gratitude, a heart of gratitude. That's truly where the power comes from, from humility. Amen? If you are prideful, uh, the Lord will resist us. And if the Lord resists us, there's nothing anyone can do about it. <laughs> the only remedy is humility. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. <coughs> so I'm thankful for my pastors. So he said to talk about authority and power today. So before I start, and I have to do the way I saw it. Many times God will make me see stuff. So I have to do the way I, I saw it. This is what the Lord says and show me. He said that many people here are bound. You know, many times you you're struggling, you're wondering why your work with the Lord is not going forward. But it's simply because the Bible says we are not ignorant of the device of the enemy. Many times distraction will come, you think it's just something small. But to the enemy, it's something big to stop you. Amen? I've seen many people like that. Well, a simple distraction will come and remove them out of the will of God. They want to do something. They want to, the Lord might put in your heart to come and, and, and read something. Maybe about healing. By his strap, I am healed. Maybe he wants you to do a study on healing. And then the enemy come and distract you. But what you don't know is as the enemy is coming, has prepared something for you, God knows that. That's why he wants to put that word in you. So you know how to warfare. Amen. Amen? So today we're just going to pray a little bit. And then we get into the word. You know, Apostle Paul, the great apostle. Who knows Apostle Paul? We all know him, right? But yet a little girl full of demons 
was able to irritate that apostle to the point where he had to cast the demon out of her because he kept trying to preach, but she was a hindrance. And those things, we need to learn those things. Sometimes it's your flesh, but sometimes it's not. <laughs> sometimes it's just the messengers of Satan just next to you, and you don't know it. And it's hindering. Amen? It's a reality. Amen? So Apostle Paul had to deal with that so the world can, can move forward. The disciple had to pray many times against hindrance for the word to go. Amen? Who knows about the parable of the talent? The parable of the sower? Yeah. You have to study that, that, that parable. Jesus said, if you don't understand that parable, you cannot understand really the things of the kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are, there are some stuff that we have to deal with, right? Amen? Amen. So if everyone can stand, we're going to pray a little bit. Hallelujah. 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 And just as an act of surrender, you can raise your hand, whatever it is for you, but commit your heart to the Lord. And say, King of King, Lord of Lord, I thank you that you died for me. I thank you that you went to hell for me. And I thank you that you rose up from the grave and made me to sit down in heavenly places with you. I thank you that you gave me authority and power against all the power of the enemy. So right now, I thank you also that you said life and death is in the power of the tongue. And you said to choose life. So right now, I bind any spirit that is trying to hinder me for rec from receiving the word. I bind any distraction. I focus on you only. That your word can come and abide in my heart and mobilize me for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. You may be seated. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Dios es bueno. That's Spanish for God is good. <laughs> C'est vrai. Dieu, Dieu est bon. <laughs> That's French. Power and authority. Authority comes from an assignment. Amen? You know, the Bible says in Hosea 4.6, I believe, that my people perish for lack of knowledge. Did they say my people perish for lack of prayer? No. Lack of knowledge. Did they say my people perish for lack of praise? No. Lack of knowledge. I will give you a good example in the Bible. There's a, 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 um, a widow woman here. She went to see Elisha. And she said to Elisha, um, my my, um, my husband, your servant, is dead. And the Bible called him a prophet. He was a prophet. He, de he died in debt, right? To the point where they had to come and take the two children. A great man of God. Full of power. A prophet. Back then in the Old Testament, when they say prophet, hey, he was a prophet. If he says something, it will happen, right? And he was a faithful servant. 
but yet in dying death. But this woman had knowledge about something. This man walked with Elisha, but he never went to Elisha for help. He had to die for his wife to go and ask for Elisha for help. So that means there's something that she knew about Elisha. She had the knowledge that this man can help me. And then, of course, he helped her. Amen? So we cannot perish like that. We can praise. We can do all, everything that we do. But at the end of the day, God has given his word. Amen. And we have to know his word. By the way, from Genesis to Revelation, that's what it is. We can't just pick and choose. It's everything. Right. Amen? Amen? Everything. This is how we fight the sword of the spirit. Amen? If you don't know the sword of the spirit, you will play defense all the time. And you know if you play any sport, if you play defense all the time, you're almost bound to lose. Amen? Yeah. Amen. I always know when a, a so I play soccer, when a soccer team will lose, it's when they always play defense. They never attack. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But when you have authority and power, you attack. You have to be on the offensive. We are not fighting to win. We fight because we already won. It's a big difference. Amen? Amen. Are you still there? Yeah. Hallelujah. We fight because we already won. I'm going to spend a lot of time on scripture, and I believe that God is going to touch us all today. That's what he showed me, with his fire. But he wants us to get the knowledge first. Amen? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. So depending on how much you want to receive today, you will be touched. He who hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Amen. We're going to lay hands on the people. Don't worry, my hands are clean. <laughs> but um, we're going to build expectation. It's important to build expectation. Amen? Because Jesus can come here and lay hands on you. But if you're not willing to receive, nothing will happen. It's true. He went to his town, and they could not receive. He could not do mighty miracle because of familiarity. Amen? They say, isn't it the Jesus that we know, the, 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 the brother of this? Never have that kind of attitude before the Lord. Always come in humility. Amen? So even as we are preaching right now, as I'm preaching right now, speak to the Holy Ghost. Listen to him because it's him doing the work. Amen? I'm only a messenger, but you have to put a demand on the anointing. You are the one who had to pull it, Amen. just like the woman with the issue of blood. Everyone was touching Jesus, but she touched Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's what it is. Everywhere I go, I notice the same thing. It's always the people who place a demand on the anointing. The people who come with humility and say, God, I don't know much. But if only you can touch me. If only you can touch me, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, close your eyes, raise your hand, and say, Lord, touch me. Lord, touch me. Hallelujah. Lord, touch me. Lord, touch me. Hallelujah. Lord, touch me. Father, thank you for the touch of God right now in Jesus' name. Thank you for this brother in Jesus' name. Thank you for your touch. I thank you for that touch. I thank you for the touch. Hallelujah. The fire of God right now. The fire of God. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for my sister here. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what is authority? Authority, according to Merriam-Webster, is the power to give order or to make decision. Jesus came here with authority from the Father, and he said, as the Father sent me, I send you. Amen. An authority comes with commission. It's like a police officer, you know. He's, he has a commission. He has authority, and then he has a garment of authority. Amen? Amen? So if that police officer does not understand his authority, he will always be flimsy. Amen? Yeah. He will always be scared. He will always be... Sometimes parents are like that. A parent are, have authority over the children, period. But if a parent does not understand that, every time a child do a tantrum, oh, hi, honey, I'm so sorry. What? what, what? <laughs> no, the parent has authority. Amen? The more you understand your authority, the better it is. Amen? So authority is the power to give orders or make decisions. The more you understand your authority, the more you can give orders with assurance. That's what Jesus said, that you can cast, cast that demon. They will flee. But if you don't know that you have that authority, you're not going to do it. A demon will come here, someone demon possessed or something like that, something that is not right. The first thing you will do is run or call the police. When you are the ambassador and soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. Where he can take authority and say, shut up in Jesus' name. Yes. I remember a lady, a friend of mine, uh, someone had an issue. And she was, I mean, sh that lady was completely demon possessed. It was bad. And she wanted to, I mean, she's a big lady. And she wanted to punch this five, four foot nine lady. You know how sometimes people, when they do the service, they grab the people. She was like, don't grab her. She said, you, you cannot punch me. Put that hand down in Jesus' name. <laughs> and he went down. <laughs> I said, wow. That's authority. Oh, she knows who she is. She doesn't ask anyone. She doesn't care how big you are. She's like this. You come, stop right there in Jesus' name. And you stop. Amen. That's authority. That's because she knows her authority. How does she know authority? She spent right here. She spent time here. Hallelujah. And she knows that God is not a liar. Authority is also the power to direct or control some, someone or something. Jesus has given us authority. So even the thing happening in your life, especially the men, the Bible says you are the priest of the home. You, cannot, you have the right and the authority to decide what come in or what go out in the spirit, period. Yes. The, mo the world of the spiritual is a world in, in order. They respect order. Even demons respect orders. <laughs> yeah. You have the authority as a parent. You have the authority as a parent to bless your children. I always say this to the parent. When they come for counseling for the child, and I will ask them, when is the last time you pray for your children? Mm. Oh, I always pray for, for them before they eat. No, I'm, I mean, I'm in prayer. I'm, I don't mean, oh yeah, bless you. No, 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 I mean prayer. I mean you take your children and say, come here. And you say, with the authority that God has given me, I bless you. 
anything evil that come around you and surround you with the fire of God. He said, we can bind and we can lose. I release, I lose the fire of God around you. Nothing bad shall happen to you in Jesus' name. Do you know that if you speak like that, you declare that, that you declare blessing over your children, yeah. you lay hand on them, oh, yeah. it will save you a lot of counseling session. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. It's true. Pastor Jeff, is that true? It's very true. And then Pastor Jeff, you don't have headaches every day. <laughs> Amen. Your authority. One time we came from a church and the devil was just messing up with that church. And the, and the pastor couple, they almost got a divorce. So I'm speaking with the pastor. And I said, Pastor, when is the last time you pray for your wife? Well, I said, well, that's a problem. You're the husband, but she doesn't have a pastor. She doesn't have a pastor. When is the last time you say, baby, come here? Let me listen to all the prophetic word that God has spoken for you. And that's how I'm going to speak over your life. Because the Bible says I'm talking to the men now. And to the women too, so you have to hold them accountable. <laughs> the Bible says that you, will, you have to wash your spouse, your wife, with the washing of the word. It's the role of the men. Amen? It's the authority they're given to the men. Hallelujah. If you do that, I guarantee you there will be less problem at home. <laughs> I'm, I promise you. I promise you. Now the woman, have you, oh, the men, have you spoken Proverbs 31 over her? You have the authority to speak that. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a video on YouTube about this woman who was uh, uh, I, I call it paraplegic. Like she could not walk from here. She had an accident. And she was just worshipping in a wheelchair. And then that was on CBN. And then uh, this man fell in love with her. And I love that pastor. He, he never saw her infirmities. He always saw in the spirit that she was walking. So every day for 23 years, he would pick her up and dance with her. She would get mad. He said, I don't care. You're walking. You will walk. And he kept dancing with her every single day for 23 years. That's the man of faith right there. <laughs> and then one day she went to a service and boom, it happened. Amen. It's on YouTube. Put CBN, woman walk from wheelchair. You see it. Ah, she stood up and the feet started to. Because of the washing that the husband, he took authority, he used his authority to speak over her. And then after 23 years, she rose up. Holy anger came upon her. She said, I don't have to take this. The next thing you know, you see the feet start to walk and walk and walk. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. So your authority grows the more you know about the Lord. Your authority grows the more you know about the Lord. Today, God is going to baptize all of us here with fire. Fresh and feeling, but he said you cannot have one side of it, you have to have both. You have to understand both authority and firepower. Okay. Both, amen? amen. Think about a soldier or a police officer if he doesn't have his uniform and you see him just with the gun, you might think something's wrong with this guy, he's coming to 
shoot people. That's, he has the power, but you don't recognize his authority. But now look at a police officer who has the uniform authority, but there's no gun, just like in, in England. Now, let me ask you a question. If you put your police officer from England and another one from the United States, which one scare you the most? <laughs> I always say if I become a police officer, please not in England. What is that stick? What is that? <laughs> but it's an example that God gave me. Many times when the police stop us, we stop because of authority. But let's be honest. Many times when the police com come here, you also look quickly at the gun. Especially when he does this. <laughs> Your eyes go there. That's power. The uniform authority. Amen. He has the authority to come and stop. But if he only has the uniform and then a gang leader or whatever, a drug dealer, look around and sees no gun, you have a problem. That police officer is in trouble. Right? So that's what happens when you have authority but no power. <coughs> Mm -hmm. A good example again is Apostle Peter. He had the authority. Jesus already commissioned him. <coughs> but because of no power, he denied the Lord. When tribulation came, he denied him. To the point even insulting him. But the same Peter in the upper room. Hallelujah. <laughs> After the upper, upper room. When he got baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. Can you imagine that few days earlier, he was a coward. But now he was on a fire lion. And 3,000 people get saved. Hallelujah. Everyone say authority and power. Authority and power. We cannot do it without both. Impossible. Impossible. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's go to, um, so I was saying that the more you know about the authority of the Lord, the more you exercise authority. Let's go to Hebrews 11.6. Hebrews 11.6. Again, as I'm teaching like this, it's faith. Faith to build. Just open your heart. Let the Lord speak to you. Amen? In the upper room, some people waited. On the Holy Ghost. Some, some other people left. And when they left, that's when the Holy Ghost hit the whole place. Can you imagine? You're in the upper room and you're thinking, man, I need to go to Golden Corral. <laughs> 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 the moment you close the door, that's where you hear the rushing mighty wind. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hebrews 11.6. Someone can read. Ma'am, can you please read? Hebrews 11, 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Hallelujah. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that come to God must believe that he is. He is who he says he is. He is Almighty God. He is El Shaddai. He is Jehovah Nissi. Hallelujah. He is the Good Shepherd. Hallelujah. He is the Lord of Army. 
Uh-huh. Hallelujah. He's the just God. Hallelujah. When he slap you, <laughs> you go on the floor. <laughs> he's a God who prefer mercy over judgment. <laughs> because if judgment comes, that's not good. Hallelujah. But he's the one who can kill the flesh and the soul. He say, fear him. Amen. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that come to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of who? Keyword, diligence. Many times people want the fire of God, they want the power of God, but they are not diligent. They are not diligent in seeking after him. We get distracted. We start prayer. And let's say this is the person and the Lord is so happy. And the Lord come to about to touch the person. That's when the person stand up to go watch football. Yeah. Diligence means you say, Lord, I'm not going to move here until you touch me. Mm -hmm. And many times when you ask the Lord, the Lord will test you to see if truly he means everything for you. Hallelujah. But I know I have people here who love the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Amen. If you love the Lord, raise your hand. Lord. Say praise Jesus. Praise <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Without faith, it's impossible yeah. to please him. Right. Impossible. I studied business. Started my business in the Bethesda, Maryland. Started to make a lot of money. Right? And then uh, one day I went back home and I had a of a, a, a strange dream. <coughs> I was in the dark tunnel. There was no light for me. And that's when I said, I need to go back to the Lord. I need to go back to the Lord. I was backslided. I was one of those. My mom was Catholic, so she gave me enough to know about Jesus. And the Bible says that the teacher child in the ways to go, when they grow old, they will never depart from it. That's why the children, you have to teach them about the ways of God early. Early. Amen? Amen? Early. We have children in our church, 6 to 12. They don't watch Mickey, Mickey Mouse. They watch Kenneth Hagin. They watch Catherine Kuhlman. They watch a Amy McPherson. That's all they talk about. 6 to 12. We don't even give them money. If you give them a seed, and we give them 52 envelopes, and we say, believe God. You come to the kids' club, you will see them sometimes with no shoes. They will say, the Lord told me to give that to this person. The next thing you know, two weeks later, one of them is 11 years old. He received 2,500, just like that. They understand seed time and harvest time at that age. Another lady, she's 13 now. When she was 11, I was there. She, um, she said to the Lord at the offering message, she said, Lord, I always hear about testimony. I want to experience you myself. I'm talking about hunger here. I want to experience you myself. And she felt the Lord tell her to take all her saving and put in the basket, 11 year old. She was saving to buy her clothes. She took everything and put it there. My pastor come on stage with his message, and suddenly the Lord make him speak about something else. Like I'm speaking right now, it's not in my notes. <laughs> and he started to talk about her. When she was, she was preaching one time, she was talking about a funnel. Everyone does this, the funnel. The funnel received the rain. 
But the umbrella blocked the rain. So you always have to be like this. Father, I receive everything that you have for me. And he started to show the video and say, oh, here she is. He called her up front. She spoke a little bit and then it felt like he had to ask her to prophesy over the church. Mind you, a few minutes ago, she just gave the whole, all her money. She started to prophesy, we are about 1,200 on Sunday. Almost half of the church stood up and made an offering at her feet. No one knew that she just did what she did. <coughs> she left with a big crash bag, commercial crash bag of cash, crying. <laughs> and people call her from Russia because the, the mom and dad came and said where she was saving for clothes. Someone called from Russia and said, I'm buying your clothes for one year. She was saving for the VBS, I would call it VBS, uh, vocational Bible, something. Someone called from, uh, I believe it was Qatar, and said, I'm paying for it. 11 year old saw the goodness of God like that. You think she's going to change like that? No. This young lady, she's 11. Sometimes she will preach at the kid club, and when people come, everyone is on the floor. If I had a video, I will show you. Everyone on the floor. And then she lined up the people who monitor the kids, line them up, and just run. Everyone went. The parent came to pick up the children. She said, you, 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 come here. Fire. Parent on the floor. <laughs> Happening in Tampa. You have children, they cast out devils. They're not afraid. Someone come and they manifest, they're not afraid. They actually go, come on! <laughs> That's all they know. Children, it's amazing. Amazing. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11, 6, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Impossible. Amen? Amen. Amen. I made the money. I was very intelligent. And I knew my brain would be uh, between me and faith. So I had to say to the Lord, shock my brain. Lord, shock my brain. Because this, this brain is on the way. Shock it, shock it. Father, shock it. And he did. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> the thing that happened to me <laughs> is a woe. <laughs> but God is good. Amen? So how does faith come? Romans 10, 17. Go to Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 17. <coughs> so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen? Amen? Amen. Hearing and hearing of the by the word of God. What does that mean? If there's a problem in marriage and you need God intervention, go to the word. Find out what it says about it. Confess it. See it first. Agree that what God says is true. Amen? And confess it. Before you know it, that word will become a rhema word. A rhema word. I was ministering to a, a lady. She loves the Lord. Mighty evangelist. She only speaks French. I met her in Ashland here. So we went to Windsor's, knocking on door. And this is how she evangelized. She will knock on the door. If she sees you, she will bang on the door and tell you, come out. <laughs> and I had to tell her, this is not Cameroon. She's like, no, they need to hear the gospel. Come out. <laughs> oh, yeah, she, she is bold. 
But she had problem with her husband because the husband was drinking a lot. He's in Cameroon. He's coming here by the grace of God. And every time she would yell at him, he's drinking again and this and that and that. And I was just sitting listening. And I said, what's the problem? She said, my husband this, my husband that. I said, do you know you're a woman of God? Yes. Do you know that what you speak, what come out of your mouth can manifest? Yes. I said, instead of telling your husband that he's this, is that, what about you start to prophesy what God has said about him? Amen. She said, really? Okay. It's going to work? I said, you better believe it is going to work. Go ahead, try. <laughs> Two days later, she was in shock, came, looked at me and sat down. I said, it works. I said, what works? He said, last time my husband called me and I felt like he was drunk again. And I want to latch at him. But then I remember what you said. And I just say, baby, you're a mighty man of God. I mean, she started to prophesy over him. He was so happy, he started to shout to the neighbor, my wife is back. <laughs> yeah, totally delivered. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. It saved a lot of headaches. They would have come probably to this church and become a headache to Pastor Jeff. <laughs> But she confessed it and she spoke. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's why she spoke. Totally delivered. One moment. Hallelujah. So faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. If you want to exercise authority in marriage, the word. Your children, the word. What the word of God says. Amen. I sew a lot. I love to sew. With my roommate, when I was in Bible school, I would always cook for everyone. And they never understood that. I said, ah, I, I could because God told me to be generous. I could because I love you. But I'm not stupid either. I could because I know one day I'll be married, I'll be, I will have children. My children will never lack one thing. Ever. Because I'm sewing for them. Yes. Hallelujah. Never like anything. Many times when you look at the Bible, the Lord will say, for the sake of my servant David, when he was speaking to Solomon or something, for the sake of my servant Abraham. So parents, there is a blessing with you committing your life to the Lord. It's not just for you. It's for your children and children, children. Amen? Amen? Because when you do your part, you can come to the Lord and say, Lord, what is this? Remember how I serve you. We know the Bible says, God himself said, come, let us reason together. Amen. Plead Amen. your case. Just want to see if you have authority, if you know who you, who you st where you stand. That's what it says. There are things that God will only intervene by mercy, but there are things that will only change when you exercise your authority. And I believe sometimes we don't exercise the authority because we are not sold out. Therefore, you feel like you don't have any right to. But you are a child of God. You have the right to speak. He's the one who said, come and let us reason together. Amen. Plead a case. Amen? Amen. Sometimes I will do this when I want to help a homeless, someone at church who is struggling financially. I will go. Before I give him the money, I will preach the word. This is the Bible says, seed time and harvest time will never cease. Luke, Luke uh, 638, giving shall be given back to you. Good measure, praise down, shaking together and running over. Shall men give into your bosom. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Here. Be blessed. Yes, sir. 
put in my hand. Huh? But you don't have, you have a choice. And one guy did it. When I grab it, now I can plead this case. Father, he has sown into your ministry. He has given to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, send men to give unto his boss. And the next thing you know, this man's life change. Authority. When you have authority, you understand the principle, the spiritual principles. Many times we perish because we don't understand those things. Amen? So we pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and make supplication after supplication and the Lord is just looking, doing nothing. Just like Hannah, she was making supplication for, for the child. I'm praying and crying. Lord was looking at her and saying, cry all you want. Until we speak properly. Until she got, she got it. Now she said, Lord, let's talk. <coughs> Father, if you give me a son, I give it back to you. He said, yes, ma'am, right here. <laughs> And gave her more after Samuel. Yeah. Amen? You know the story of Samuel? Yes. Yeah. Study those men of faith. Study their life. Study the way they talk with God. They rarely make supplication. They do, but it's very balanced. There are moments where they negotiate with God. God has actually given us the authority to do so. And God is not a liar. When God gives you authority, he respects what he says. That's why when the devil came and said, all this kingdom have been given to me, the, Jesus never fought that idea. He said, it's true. It was true because Adam gave that to him. And God respects that. God is a God of order. So when he asks you to come, negotiate with him, go ahead. Talk. Maybe that's why there's no, you see, struggling with answer prayer because you have not spoken with the Lord. I mean, you have to see what he says and then speak that. And he will go like this. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. When you pray a prayer that is according to his will, you have authority to call it and become. <coughs> Amen? 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 I really encourage you, everyone, to study authority. Know who you are in the Lord. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Without faith, it's impossible to please God. That I come to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen. However, faith without works is dead. Hallelujah. Jesus said this. If you go to um, Matthew 7, 24, verse 29. By the way, when I preach, I love the word of God because faith comes by hearing and hearing. The more people hear the word of God, the more they start to build expectation. And the more they build expectation, the more they're ready to receive. And when they're ready to receive, when the Lord touch them, they receive. You know the Lord can touch you and, and then nothing happens. Yeah. Because you don't want to receive. Amen? I can give you this. Right? If I point this to my sister here, I am giving, but until she stand up and come and take it, then it's just here. Amen? 
And I think that's where many people are confused with the Lord. A prophetic word come, I have given to you. He said, but Lord, I don't see it. Well, you don't see it because you don't walk. He has already given. Amen? You need to ask him and say, Lord, you are the one who ordained the step of the righteous. What step must I take to get to what you have already provided for me? Simple prayer. Amen? Many times we say to the Lord, Lord, move. And the Lord is like, Paul, move. <laughs> oh, Lord, move. Please move. Say, oh, Paul, please move. I've been waiting for you for 20 years. Move, move, my son, move. Hallelujah. <laughs> but, Lord, I am afraid. I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 7, 24. And I believe this is a key for success, even for authority, for power, for maintenance that God calls us to do. Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, whosoever hear this saying of mine, it means you need to love the word of God. It's amazing how many Christians don't read the word of God. It's crazy. Read the word of God so you can hear. Amen? Come to church so you can hear. Whosoever hear this saying of mine and do them. Amen? That's the key right there. Do the work. Amen? And that's why also we have the brothers and sisters to help us. They say, be your brother keeper to help us do that work. Amen? He said, did not leave us orphan. We have the Holy Spirit who is our helper. The most neglected <coughs> uh, um, person in the Godhead is the Holy Spirit. But yet it's probably the most important right now at this age. Because Jesus said, if you sin against the Father, you'll be forgiven. If you sin against the Son, you'll be forgiven. But if you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, there's no repentance. That's what he said. Hallelujah. <laughs> He's the one on earth right now. Amen? Jesus is in heaven and making intercession for us. Holy Ghost is here. And Holy Ghost is standing. He's right there. He's standing here and he's inside us. He's just waiting. He's such a gentleman. He will never force you. But he's right there, probably saying, please, please release that word. <laughs> because he only followed the word. And these signs will follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out demons. Yeah. Hallelujah. Heal the sick. Lay hand on the sick. Yeah. The Holy Ghost only follow the word. Yeah. Amen. So he's begging us, please, please ask me. To open your eyes to see the word. Who knows about the tabernacle of Moses? Yeah. In the tabernacle of Moses, you have the bread. You have the lampstand. And the lampstand is putting light on the bread. The bread is the word of God. The light, Holy Ghost. You cannot read this without the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Therefore, whosoever hear this saying of mine and do them, the doing part is done by the Holy Ghost. Even the saying can only be explained by the Holy Ghost. And the doing can only be done through the Holy Ghost. Everyone say, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. 
Everyone say Holy Spirit. Everyone say Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will liken him unto a wise man. A wise man is someone who read the word, listen to the word, and do the word. If you miss one part of this equation, well, it's safe to say you, you're stupid. <laughs> but that's what you say. You say wise. It's not my word. It's right here. Amen? No, I, I spoke with people who tell me I, I don't believe in the Bible. The moment they tell me that, discussion is over. They're like, you too tough. I, I, I'm not even arguing with you. The moment I tell you you want to argue, no problem. Let's put the word here. No, no, I don't think the word is the authority of the Lord. That's it. It's over. No, 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 I don't have to. No, 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 you start to discuss, I don't have to. I owe you nothing except to love you. That's what the Bible says. Owe no man, no man anything except to love them. The moment you don't recognize this as authority, then we have, discussion is over. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, you have to be like that. The Bible says the kingdom of God suffer violence. I love violence. And the violence take it by force. There's a force that you need to, to apply to receive it. When, when the enemy come and attack the mind of your spouse, the enemy is ex exercising force to destroy the person. The Bible says that the thief come to kill, steal, and destroy. Have you seen someone when cancer or... I mean, you can see the hand of the enemy. If you don't know that, go to the ICU and you will understand just how wicked the enemy is. Just how wicked. I have some people that will tell me, no, you, you have to be very gentle. No, we are gentle with the sinners. But I'm not gentle with the enemy at all. No. Hallelujah. You cannot cancel, cancel devils. You cast them out. <laughs> Amen. That's part of Christianity. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. Another scripture says the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Yes. David said, I hate evil with a perfect hate. So there's a hate that needs to be perfected. Yeah. And only then can you really look at someone. I mean, I've I, I seen some people. When you see what the enemy is doing to them, and you're just like, oh my God. If this happened to my own family member, you, you see what I'm saying? They be, there's what they call on, uh, holy anger. You need to tap into that anointing. <laughs> it's an anointing too. Holy anger. When you see wicked stuff happening, holy anger. And if you don't have that holy anger, you will let stuff slide. By the way, I hate abortion with all my heart, with all my soul. That thing that they signed in New York is wicked to the core. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Amen? Amen. <coughs> Hallelujah. But that's the key here. Be wise, hear the word, and do it. Yes. Amen? And it says on verse 25, And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not. If you don't want your house to fall, your business to fall, your life to fall, hear the word of God, and do what the Spirit of God tells you to do. 
simple equation. Yeah, God made it very simple. That's what Jesus said. But he said later, if you hear the word and you don't do it, it's like you building a house on the, on the foundation of sand. When the wind will come, the storm will come, it will blow up your house. Wind and storm is what? Tribulation. Problem. It will just crumble. But when you know who you believe, when you know the Lord Jesus Christ, when you know Holy Ghost, it doesn't matter. When all these things come, you know it is your promotion. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. By the way, many times we pray for God to remove the Goliath in our life, but he doesn't want to remove them. <laughs> he wants you to remove and cut their head. So you get promoted. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. He said, no, I'll give you the power. Go ahead. Kill that thing. Amen. Go ahead. Speak against that thing. I will back you up. That's what he's saying pretty much. Jesus said, as my father sent me, so I sent you. Whatever you say, he back you up. Amen? Oh, but by the way, even when it's negative, <laughs> life and death is in the power of the tongue, and you shall eat the fruit of it. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. Seed time and harvest time, we never cease. Amen? So even if you have authority, you say, I have authority. Say, everyone say, I have, I have authority. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Amen? I have authority. Hallelujah. Whoo, hallelujah. How many people here are baptized in the Holy Ghost? With the evidence of speaking in tongues. <laughs> Who is not? Okay, today you, you, shall, you shall be, if you want it. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the baptism of fire and the Holy Ghost is a command from the Lord. Many times the church has use it as an option but it's not an option it's not an option amen it's as valid as go ye to all the world and preach the gospel and then he said what but wait in jerusalem until the holy ghost come upon you and shall receive power amen and now we're going to talk about the power the whole preaching for today was about the power but the lord wanted me to speak about authority first amen because you can have power, but if you don't have authority, you will never exercise that power. You will always be afraid to exercise the power. Many times I train people in soul winning, and I will tell them, okay, now that you start to win soul, now I want you to lay hand here. And they will be afraid as though they don't, they're not worthy. I'm not worthy to do that. <laughs> but Jesus gave you the authority to do that. So it's important that you understand authority first so that it will give you that confidence to exercise that power when it's needed. Amen? Hallelujah. So that even your prayer change. You know, we always go from glory to glory to glory, even in prayer. Amen? Amen. Yes. Your prayer has to change even every day. You have to go from glory to glory to glory. You have to come to a place where you start to pray for the nation. And you see things happening in the spirit. Amen? Amen? You have to come to that place. You pray for your family, everything, but you pray for the president, you pray for the nation, you pray for the Democrat, you pray for the Republican, 
you pray, whether you like them or not. Because thus says the Lord, pray for the people in authority so that you may live a life of peace. Amen? Amen. On the side note, there is the world and there is the kingdom of God. We are not of the world. We are from the kingdom. Amen? We are not here to be here or here. We are here to bring heaven down. That's my agenda, period. Amen? Sometimes people will tell me, are you this or that? I will say, neither. Just like Joshua, when he, he saw Jesus, actually, and said, are you for us or against us? He said, neither. <laughs> because he thought, he, he said, neither. I'm, I'm here with my own agenda. <laughs> so we are here to do the agenda of the Lord. You know, I'm, uh, I'm originally from Africa, Cameroon. But the Lord told me something. I went to uh, Popeye. They had some, some chicken. They have good chicken. And, and I go there, and then the guy asks me, where are you from? And with that thinking, I was not trying to be funny. I just said, oh, I'm from heaven. And then I froze. <laughs> like, what in the world did I just say? <laughs> and the guy looked at me like I was a lunatic. And I was looking at me like, what's wrong with you? And the thing is, I could not even change that statement. You know how you can say, for example, if you say you're from America, you don't have the will to change the statement. It's true. It was so true, I could not say I'm joking. It could not come out of my mouth. When I went back to the car, I started to say to the Lord, what in the world, wh what is happening? And he said, what you say there is true. He said, that's the problem with my children. They speak about it, but they don't believe it. They still behave as though they're from this world. But in reality, we are not. <laughs> we are not. You're from heaven. You're just passing through. Hey, mama. You're just passing through. This is not our home. Why are we still here? Because we have a job to do. That's it. Otherwise, the moment you're born again, you die, you go to heaven. That would be the proper thing to happen, right? No, we're here because we need to bring heaven down here. Yeah. From heaven. That shocked me. It shocked, it shocked me. And it changed my perspective. God started to speak to me about authority. Started to speak to me where you fight. He said, son, you can fight here or you can fight from the throne room of God. Different perspective. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. And then one day he told me, son, I don't need you. You're not from Cameroon and you're not from America, which is my two favorite countries. I always loved America since I was a young boy when I heard the story of Conrad Hilton. So I love it. I just said, I'm going to America. I'm going to America. My father was like, what about France, Europe? No, America. <laughs> but I had to go to Europe first. And he said, you're not from Cameroon. You're not from America. Because if you identify with the culture of this world, I cannot use you. And that's the statement for every one of us. Until for to exercise that authority, you need to know where you come from. It's true. It's like the U.S. ambassador. When they come to Cameroon, they work with such authority because they know what is their home. They know if you touch him, you're touching America. 
And most people will not dare do that. You see what I'm saying? E even the ambassador of Cameroon, a small country, even here in the United States, because they carry diplomatic authority, the cop cannot just put handcuffs on that man, even though it's a small country. But we are ambassador of heaven. That's what the, the Bible says. <laughs> Amen? And until you accept that, until you accept that, let's go to Hebrews 11.13 very quick. Hebrews 11.13. Hebrews 11.13. You will see something, a secret of these men of faith. Why they were so good. The men of, the men of faith from the Bible. Hebrews 11.13. Hebrews 11.13. These all died in faith, <coughs> not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. If everything that you believe God for, you have to see it first. See it, that is a promise from God. See it first. Amen? And we're persuaded. Many times people see it, but there's no persuasion in their heart that this is truly what God wants for me. And when you don't have that persuasion in your heart, the devil will slap you from every angle. You can be sure of that. Amen? They were persuaded of them and embraced them. Whatever God says about you, embrace it. Embrace it to the point you become part of you. Amen? And confess it. In another word, you start to speak those things with confidence. Many times when I say to people ask me, why are you from myself? I'm from heaven. And the thing I'm joking, I'm actually very confident when I say that. But for their sake, because I know they don't understand properly, I just okay, well, I, I was born in Cameroon. But really, I say, for, I'm from heaven, with confidence. Amen? Amen? And when the enemy attack, I'll say, hey, hold on, hold on here. Hold on here. Who gave you that authority to attack me like this? <laughs> I'm above you. I'm not beneath you. I'm not at your level. Amen. I'm above. Amen. So you need to back off right now, in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Who knows Kenneth Hagin? Kenneth Hagin was talking about, he had a vision where he was speaking to the Lord Jesus Christ. A vision. Jesus was right there. A demon came and started to bother them. And Kenneth Hagin could not hear what Jesus was talking about. And many times that's what happened. We spend so much time with TV, pets, and all this kind of stuff. And we cannot hear what the Spirit of God is saying. We think, okay, Lord, now I'm, I'm ready to listen to you. So we command the Holy Spirit however we want. The Holy Ghost is not our prostitute. Selah. <laughs> we follow him. Amen? Amen? We follow him. If he tells you to shut down that TV, you shut down that TV. And say, Lord, I'm listening. Yeah. Amen? Right. Very important. You think it's just a TV, it's just a game. But you don't know that one word, 
Just one word from God can change your life forever. One. One word. I don't play with word anymore. When someone comes with negative word, I say, excuse me. I don't have time for this. I'm gone. You're too tough. Well, you know what? Hey. <laughs> one word. Just one. Amen. Can change your life. One word can change the life of your, of your children. Your, ch- your child is messing up. Instead of fighting and do this, just go to the Lord. Father, give me something. And the Lord can tell you, the reason why this child is like this, being attacked by the enemy like this, is because there's a call of God upon his life. He is a prophet. He said, thank you, Lord. Now you have the word to, wo- to wage warfare. He said, son, come here. Or daughter, come here. Thus says the Lord, you are prophet into the nation. Do you know what one word can do to someone? I was ministering winning souls in, 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 in Baltimore, in the inner city. Messed up place. And I see this guy sitting, he was from a gang. And I just come to him. First, I had holy anger. Because I never knew people were living in this kind of situation in America. So I went there and I'm speaking to him. I was not afraid of the gang at all. It was like, I was so in the spirit that it did not, it did not matter if something was even burning next to me. For, him, for me, it was the target. Has anyone ever told you that God loves you, has a wonderful plan for your life? He gave his life to Jesus and then do prophetic start to come and I say sir I'm going to tell you something that's going to be strange to you but it is true there says the Lord you will go to France and you will be in Paris he look at me like what but he never argue never argue you know why because it was a word that came from the Lord, and that word went straight to his spirit. He never argued. His mind could not understand it, but he never argued. He was looking around as to say, what am I doing here? And I left him for 20 minutes, came back. He was still in the same state, looking around, like what I'm doing here. One word. One word. Hallelujah. Us watching football will not change anything. As a matter of fact, it might get you mad if your team lose. <laughs> Hallelujah. Authority without power is almost useless. It has some effect, but it's almost useless. Many times I see people go win souls just with the authority. But when danger comes, they run away. That's because you need power. Power. We need power. Everyone say Power. Power. Father, I need your power. Father, I need your fire. Hallelujah. Everyone stand up for a second and just raise your hand. Never be comfortable and just say, Father, I need your fire. Father, I need your power. Touch me, Lord. Baptize me with the Holy Ghost and fire. Hallelujah. Come and give a shout to the Lord. Just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Thank him. Hallelujah. 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 Go with me to Luke 24, 49. Luke 24, 49. Luke 24, 49. 
And I'm just giving the word here because just to destroy any doubt. Amen? Amen. God wants want us to have that power. He has given us authority. And we all know that. But he wants us to receive the power also. And when you receive the power one time, that does not mean now you stop, stop wanting more power. Because even the, 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 the believers, they receive the power in the upper room. But when you see their life, they kept asking for it. Because really, you receive power for a commission. To execute a commission that you have authority upon. Amen? Amen. But God always says we go from glory to glory. From faith to faith. Amen? Amen. He says that he wants us to produce fruit. And when we produce fruit, what does he do? He come and prune us so we produce more fruits. Amen? Amen. Sometimes I seek to someone and they do intercession. They pray a certain way. And I say, that's awesome. Thus is the Lord. Come up higher. No, this is what I do. It's very successful. I say, yes. It's very successful. That's why God say, come up higher. <laughs> because when you produce fruit, it wants you to produce more fruit. Amen? Yeah. There is no neutral area in the spirit world. None. You either go up or you're going down. Yeah. Right. That's the way it is. Either forward or backward. There's no standstill. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm saying this because I want you to expect that. I want you to want the, the fire. You have to want it. Amen? You want to want it. I know your pastor wants it. You have to desire those things. Amen? The Bible even said to covet. Covet those spiritual gifts. Covet. Don't covet your neighbor, wife, or their possession, but you can covet spiritual gifts. That's what the Bible says. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Luke 24, 49. Luke 24, 49. Hey, Mandara Brasataya. Luke 24, 49. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in, in the city of Jerusalem until you have been endowed with power from on high. Amen. Tarry simply means wait. Amen? Amen? But it's not a waiting where you're sitting and watching football. It's a waiting in prayer. Yeah. It's a waiting in intercession. It's a waiting in singing spiritual songs. Amen? Amen? It's a waiting in lifting up your hand and say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I thank you. You are wonderful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are wonderful. It's a waiting by saying, Holy Ghost, come and touch me. Holy Ghost, come and touch me. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost, come and touch me. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. Hallelujah. Many times people don't ask it because they don't know that God has a plan for their life. So therefore they don't see the need for the firepower. It's true. I go on the street a lot and trust me, sometimes I face situations and I know if it's not the Holy Ghost here, I'm finished. Yes. We went to Philadelphia one time for open air crusade with uh, evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I love that man. It's an American man. And uh, 
the Muslim in Philadelphia, they gave him the, the, the permit to do the, uh, to do the crusade because he went on TV and said, I'm going to do, I'm going to put a stage here in Philadelphia and I will preach until I get arrested. So old lady was watching that and went to the city and say, let's give him the permit so we don't have to arrest him. And it's a Muslim lady who gave him the permit. But as we were preaching six days, it was a Muslim, just Muslim everywhere. You will see women with burqa, removing the burqa and putting their knee on the floor, calling on the name of the Lord. It was wonderful. And I will see young kids playing. They will never answer the altar call. And I started to ask why. And then when I went there, I realized they did not hear the, the preaching. They could not hear. The sound was not getting there. So I asked the Lord, how ah, can I reach out to these kids? He said, oh, just take a basket of candies. I said, oh, that's, that's actually very smart. I took a basket of candies. Went there and I say, candy! <laughs> 50 kids, right there. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, a uh, few weeks ago, someone got killed there, stabbed seven times. And I knew you would see some people from Muslim faith sitting there. They were just waiting the, for the preaching to finish so they can get the giveaway. So I knew I was going to a hot zone. So there was a little bit of fear. But then the Lord said, it's almost like he made me understand, will you let the children perish, go to hell because you're afraid? So I said, no, that cannot be me. I said, if I perish, I perish. So I took my, bu my bucket and I went there, candy. So they all came. And when I started to say, has anyone ever told you that God loves you? Some teenagers started to walk this side to come on my back. So I had to tell them with authority, you two, come back here, I need to see you. But I know what it was they were trying to do. I used to fight a lot. So we preached the gospel. They received the Lord. And all was well. Amen? Amen. That's why we use that authority and power. Luke 24, 49. He sent us a promise. That's what Jesus said. Is Jesus a liar? No. no. He said, I send you the promise of my Father. The Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost come upon us, it's not just so that we dance. Amen? Sometimes when you see someone shake a lot, sometimes, not all of the time, sometimes it's good to say to the person, just obey the Lord. <laughs> They're fighting. <laughs> Amen? The Holy Ghost come for a purpose. Say the Holy Ghost, come for a purpose. He is my helper. He is my advocate. He is my counselor. He's my best friend. He, my best friend. He, will never leave me. he will never leave me. He will never forsake me. He, he is the seal, the seal of my salvation. Of my salvation. Yeah. Yes. When you receive the Lord, He's a seal. The Holy Ghost is the seal. He's right there with you. Whether you do good or bad, He's right there. When you quench Him, He's right there. <laughs> Everywhere we go, He is there. Amen. Just waiting for you to give him permission to ignite you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everyone say Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Let's go to Acts 1.8. Acts 1.8. Come on, 
Acts 1.8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost come upon you, and ye shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the world, to the other earth, in Ashland, Virginia, in Richmond, Virginia, in Washington, D.C., Hallelujah. In Petersburg, Virginia. By the way, I'm bringing a team to Petersburg, Virginia. We we will see that area shaken by the power of God. Hallelujah. My team is excited to go and win the loss there. When are we coming? Oh, we're coming. uh, It's going to be the 26th and 27th. And then we're going to come again for two weeks and hit that whole place. The devil will be kicked out of that place. Hallelujah. When the fire of God hits you, you start to look for rundown places you start to look for places where the devil is having a party to come and say party's over (laughs) hallelujah love it every time we go to crusade we call the director of outreach and we say i have this location which one is good he said oh this one is good this one is good this one is very dark i don't want i don't think you want to go there and that's exactly where i'm going i'm going right there where it's dark Because the greater the darkness, that's where the light shines brighter and brighter. Hallelujah. 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 Luke 3.16. You know John 3.16. Now Luke 3.16. Luke 3.16. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Now Luke three sixteen, Hallelujah, Luke three sixteen. Luke three sixteen. <clears throat> John answered, saying unto them, I indeed baptize you with water. But one mightier than I cometh, the largest of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Hallelujah. Everyone say Holy Ghost Ghost. and fire. fire. 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 Holy Ghost Ghost. and fire. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost and fire. You, yes, ma'am. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost and fire. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost and fire. fire. Holy, Ghost Holy Ghost and fire. Raise your hand. Father, I thank you for the fire of God upon this lady. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, send your fire and destroy any issue with the mind, any doubt, any unbelief. Father, set her on fire for your glory in the name of Jesus. Set her on fire for your glory in the name of Jesus. 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 Just stay there. Stay there with the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for these two. Just keep raising your hand. Just talk to the Lord. Holy Ghost and fire. Father, thank you for the baptism right now. For the Holy Ghost and fire. Light them up. Light them up. 
Light them up. Light them up. Light them up. Marka rabradesia. Ikerisha baria kadus. Mazendere bakatia. Ekadia. Desikeria kasiza. Lamande ikaria badoshikeria. Go. Rebrikisikarabrakatusukudi. Father, I thank you for these two. I thank you for these two. I thank you for these two. Hallelujah. Please come forward. Come forward. Hi, just raise your hand. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Don't know if this makes sense to you, um, my sister, but I hear the, the Lord say you need to write a book. Yes. Amen. Amen. So write the book. Hallelujah. You write. Praise yeah. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes. It's gonna be a good book. Yeah, Finish yes. it. Yes. Come against any distraction. That's right. Anything. No any distraction. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Anything that would interfere with yes. Jesus's relationship. Thank you. Father, I thank you that you open the eyes of our understanding. Yes. That we know what is the hope of your calling. Yeah. The hope why you want us to write that book. So, Father, I thank you for that book. I thank you that your hand is upon that book. Father, baptize her with fire right now. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> that she will not. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> you might as well get the joy too. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 And sir, you have to make sure you always prophesy over her. Always prophesy over her. Anything. Even if there's a dispute. Please, uh, please listen very carefully. Even if there's a dispute, no matter what, don't speak it. Do you understand? Because God has given you that authority. So don't speak it. Don't speak anything. No. Amen. Amen. Any negative stuff, if the devil come and try to test you, to say something negative, don't. Don't speak it at all. Just speak good thing. Hallelujah. If she get angry, say, baby, I love you. If she get, she get angry, if she like chocolate, just chocolate. Baby, yeah, chocolate. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, ma'am. Please, can I pray for you? Hallelujah. So, Lord, baptize me with fire. Do you have catchers? Or you have catchers here? By the way, just for fun, when you come to the Lord, come like this. Don't be too shy. <laughs> just receive. He loves you. He said to come boldly before the throne of grace. To ask help in time of need. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the fire of God. Thank you for the fire of God. Just ask him right now. Say, Lord. Say, Lord. Baptize me with fire. Baptize me with Holy Ghost and fire. I receive it now. I will do whatever you want me to do. I will say whatever you want me to say. Not my will. May yours be done. Hallelujah. Are you guys traveling? You traveling? For the 
stopped yet? Because I just saw you guys traveling. I just saw you guys traveling. Look more like uh, the east. I don't know if it's China, but I just see the east. I saw you like going to the east, you know, and travel. God wants to something to say. Okay. Oh, okay. God, I see you guys ministering the love of God to people. Amen. I see you even right now, see you how you lay hands on people. And you just go for it. That the latter days of your life be better than all the former days combined. Amen. Amen. God is going to use you. He wants to use you. He actually wants to leave you. I hear the word, the scripture that says, who will go for us? It's a scripture. It says, who will go for us? That's God, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost saying, who will go for us? And then the prophet say, here am I. Send me. So go ahead, say it. Say it. Here am I. Send me. Like this. <laughs> here am I. Send me. Here am I. Send me. Now as a prophetic act, run around the sanctuary. Go ahead, run. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Can I pray for you? Come on, run, guys. Run, run, run. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> guys, you know, prophetic acts are very important. Very, very important. Hallelujah. Father, as they run prophetically, Father, we ask for us what you have said to happen very quick for them in the name of Jesus. Lord, many people need, they need a touch from you. And that touch is also in their hand. Hallelujah. Father, many people need you. They need you. They need you. So send them quickly. Send them quickly. That's why I hear the Lord. It's like you're going to go quickly, guys. Quickly. So it's going to happen very quickly. When it happened, ma'am uh, and sir, when it happened, don't think. Don't think too much. Just, just, I'm telling you, it will be the best thing ever. I mean, Pastor Jeff's problem will be like, where are you, where are you now? I'll be in Nicaragua. <laughs> Amen. And you just come here and give a testimony of what the Lord has done. And then you're out again. You put a smile on your face. You even become younger. No, it's true. Oh, yeah. When you serve the Lord, there are not you have to make you look younger. Yeah. It renew your strength like an eagle. Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes, it's going to happen very quick. Go. Don't hesitate. I don't know if you have grandchildren or children. Even if they uh, tell you we need you, they say bye-bye. Leave. Amen. Because there's many children who need you. Many. Many, I'm telling you. You'll see. When it happens, just, just go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ah, that's wonderful. Mm -mm. Father, thank you. So this precious couple, couple who love you with all their heart. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Ooh, Father, thank you for the joy of the Lord. The joy, the joy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Strengthen them for what you have for them. Pastor Jeff, this is what I'm perceiving in the spirit, that almost everyone here is, I'm hearing this is a church of missionaries. This is a church of missionaries. I'm telling you. You're about to start to have, I mean, starting with you, but you're about to start to have a wave of people. Like sometime every Sunday is new people 
where are the old one now they're somewhere <laughs> and it's a good thing when it happens don't don't resist it's, it's god doing it's god doing wave of missionaries just wave after wave this couple call you oh we're gone you come back in two months and then this couple they're gone and they come back and that's how the kingdom is kingdom of god is expanding that's how god is glorified because there's something that is in you that people need amen and you have the authority you have the power to do it hallelujah so father thank you for these two wonderful missionaries I thank you that you're going to use them for your glory, that you're using them for your glory, that anything that they have seen before, <laughs> what is coming is more than what you have seen before. Hallelujah. The fire of God right here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for this mighty man of God. Hallelujah. Sir, I see you in a crowd of people speaking with so much authority, so much authority, so much authority, so much authority. Not by your own strength, but by the Spirit of God. You look like someone who is totally sold out. You think you are sold out now. You watch what is going to happen. You watch what is going to happen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Pastor Jeff, your church is blessed. I mean, it's blessed. It's blessed. Blessed, blessed, blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the fire of God. Thank you for this woman. Hallelujah. Thank you for his hunger. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for his heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you for a fit of those who preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Father, put the fire all over him, especially his feet, that he will run to preach the gospel with the love of God and the fire of God, with demonstration of power. Father, I thank you. I thank you for it. I thank you for that fire. I thank you for the 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 fire. Thank you for the fire. Thank you for the fire. Hallelujah. Thank you for the fire. Thank you for the fire of God. Thank you for the fire of God. Thank you for the fire of God. The fire. The fire. The fire. The fire. 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 To speak freedom upon his life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So you too are going to do a prophetic act. I saw the Lord ask you to sit here as a symbolic to say that to the Lord you will always sit at his feet. Just sit right here. Just stay there. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Hey, how are you? you high five. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Can you raise your hand? Close your eyes. Say, Jesus, I love you. <laughs> Father, thank you for this precious, um, what's her name? Kenzie. <laughs> I thank you for precious Kenzie. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you that right now you put your fire upon her in the name of Jesus. The fire of God right now in the name of Jesus. You say in your word, let the children come to me. So Father, we commit this child to you. She will be known as a woman of the Holy Ghost. Even as I'm speaking right now, I see the image of Amy McPherson. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mighty healing you happen to her. Mighty healing. Mighty healing. Hallelujah. To the glory of the Father. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for the parents. I thank you for the parents, for the fire of God. Hallelujah. Say this after me. Say, Lord, Lord. baptize me with fire. Baptize me with Holy Ghost and fire. Hallelujah. I receive it now. Hallelujah. Receive your touch. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just thank him. Just thank him. Thank you. Oh, Kimsey, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your fire. Thank you for the men of God. Thank you for this priest. Hallelujah. Father, you say in your word that the men are the priests of the home. Hallelujah. So, Father, I thank you that for the rest of his life, he will make sure his household serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Whether it's business, whatever they do, they will always put God first. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Matthew, Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Have you ever thought about a business? Do you own a business or something? You ever thought about a business? I don't know why I hear business. What do you do? Construction. Construction? I don't know why I hear business. I guess you find out. I don't want to say anymore. You know? Sometimes, sometimes God wants to to free us <laughs> from a certain situation, from slavery of a certain situation. So that you take control of mammon. Instead of being slave of mammon, you take control of mammon. And it can look like instead of just being an employee all the time, <laughs> you start to investigate how to own a business. You see? Own. Don't let the business own you. But you own it. So that you can go around the world there's a after service i can give you a name his name is uh stanley tam great man god gave him a business and he funded ministries and uh, crusade and wonderful man and he went to see a lawyer and he said to the lawyer i want you to make it legal for god to be my senior partner the lawyer said you want to do what he said i want you to put God, you guys have some serious men of God in this country. I'm telling you. Don't listen to the media. You think that, no, you guys have some serious fire power. By the way, one of the reasons also why I like America and I run like this is because I'm grateful for what your great-great-grandfather did for Africa. Many of them came to Africa and preached the gospel to a continent that was rough. They call it the dark continent for a reason. You know, many of them perished. By boats, took eight months just to come to Africa, and many of them perished. So I always am very grateful for the American. Thank you. So when the Lord taught me America, I say I first I did not understand, but then he, he reminded me with stories. All oh, these American missionaries, some of them you will never know who they are, and they came, they left everything just for us. So I'm very grateful. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, that's one of my motivations. It's not the only one. My first motivation is the Lord Jesus Christ. But for me, it's also that uh, I'm grateful for what they did. You should, you should study their story. Study what your great-grandfather did. You should study. Amen? 
tell you what they did. They, the life of sacrifice. With nothing except preaching the gospel. And the light of the gospel came to Africa. Hallelujah. <laughs> so the fire of God, thank you for anointing for business in the name of Jesus. The, uh, the anointing for waiting invention. Oh, sir, I have a story here. I have a friend of mine. He doesn't, he, he's in construction. But he doesn't know anything about construction. The guy hired him in Baltimore because he always worshipped the Lord. And every time he worshipped the Lord, God gave him ideas. So he was worshipping the Lord. God gave him an idea for a new department. And that department is now making multi-million dollars. And that guy hired him because he said, I know you did not study this, but you and your God. And that's what it's called also being a witness. So I believe that God is going to release that upon you too. And you, in the name of Jesus, and you, I hear Proverbs 31. You should read it. Proverbs 31 from verse 10 to the end. God bless you. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. How are you? Hey. Huh? And do chemo mm -hmm. because he's got a rupture, mm -hmm. and she doesn't want it short hair that he doesn't return. Here's your hand. <coughs> you know, here's your hand. You know, Jesus loves you. You know that. You know Jesus, and he loves you. Amen. So that cancer is not coming back in the name of Jesus. Everyone, stretch your hand, and pray the prayer of faith. Amen. If you have doubt, please don't pray. Prayer of Faith. Remember, you have authority Faith. and Jesus. power. <laughs> so, and that's how we're going to pray here. Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, with the authority that you have given us, we curse that disease right now in the name of Jesus. You are not coming back. You are not coming back. We curse you out. You come out of her. You are not coming back in the name of Jesus. Father, may your fire come to her body. We release your healing virtue to flow from the top of her head to the sole of her feet. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. We release that healing virtue right now. Yes. She has said from her mouth, she does Out. not want that cancer to come back. Out. Therefore, cancer, you have no right to come back into her body. Hallelujah. What's your name? Ariana. Ariana said this after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I release. Say, release, release, your healing virtue over my body. And I will serve you from the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Father, we commit this child to you in the name of Jesus. She's a child of God. There will be no cancer. Cancer, you have no right to be here. No right to come around her. No right. In the name of Jesus. Right. See, that cancer will never come back again. Do you hear me? Never come back again. Yes. Hallelujah. Free clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. It will never come back again. Hallelujah, Father. Thank you. Thank you for this precious child. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyone else who need prayer? Yes, let me say this. Pray for me with that. Lord, I see you by God. I'm sick of the gospel. I'm sick of the Amen. Well, it says for my sister, she has, uh, I think she has cancer. Mm -hmm. It's acute leukemia. Mm -hmm. It's been a lot of, you know, for many years.
that you are not in oil? Praise the Lord. Pastor Jim? He says he wants to go around the world and preach the gospel. You are his pastor. He says he's going to book trip for him. So he's going to commission him. According to his desire. Hallelujah. So this is the I oil. Preached a, I preached mm. at a gathering one time on this. Mm -hmm. Over in the, in the in Messiah Methodist. Mm -hmm. And I preached it. I did the devotion one evening. And I was really freaking. But we're going to pray that God even keep you even more busy. Into his, into his word. Amen. We're just going to lay put the oil on him. Just like the prophet of old. When they were commissioned. Father in the name of Jesus. You heard his cry. He wants to preach the gospel around the world. So, Father, right now we come against any limitation in the name of Jesus. Father, he will not look at any doubt. He will just go there because his eyes are focused on you. He will preach that gospel. Hallelujah. And, Father, as the Pastor Jeff anoints him right now, he's receiving the power and the authority to go around and preach the gospel. And thus says the Lord, he has called all of us to the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Start by winning souls. Win souls. Win souls for the Lord. You will, you will see something amazing happen to you. Just win souls. Go around and win souls. Don't wait for an invitation. The world is your platform. The world is your platform. Not just a church. The world is your platform. You can go to the street. You can do an outreach. Serve hot dogs. And you preach the gospel. Hallelujah. And bring these people here. So all the other brothers can also love them. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for the anointing to reach for the lost. Father, open his eyes so that every time he sees someone, he will not see with the physical eyes, but he will see with the spiritual eyes, the way you see that person in the name of Jesus. And Father, give him strength to go everywhere. Holy Ghost, your word says that you raise Christ from the dead. You will quicken our mortal body. So quicken his his body. And Lord, I thank you for the spirit of might to fall upon him, to do something that he cannot do on his own. Hallelujah. Give him the strength of five men to run and run for a long time. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And the years that God has given you, you shall fulfill all these years. Anything that we tell you, anything else, is a lie from the devil. He's a father of lies. Hallelujah. Don't listen to him. You will fulfill all your years. Yes, Hallelujah. So confess it yes. in Amen. Jesus' name. Jesus Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. If anyone needs yes. prayer, please come and line up here. I'm going to pray. Any prayer? Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Do you have any special prayer request? A couple things. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So for prophecy, whatever the Lord says, that's what we're going to say. Okay, let's pray for your back first. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your healing, healing power to flow into this back, into this body, into the knees, to the leg, in the name of Jesus. Heal your son. You say in your word, healing is the children's bread. And what belongs to the children, you cannot refuse them to eat that bread. So we speak healing right now to the back in the name of Jesus. Healing. Send your fire to that back in the name of Jesus. 
send the fire to that back in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your power. For these two precious. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your fire. Thank you, O King of Kings. Thank you, O Lord of Lords. Thank you, wonderful Savior. Are you too baptized in the Holy Ghost? Yes. Yes. Start praying in tongues right now. Mashe egerea zeze lekando zepakaria okorishi dizika rabrakato okorebreke kiziki zikizi manjondo robroko zokoto okorebreke kese kerebreke kiterikaya pado robroko zokoto okorea kajike ekerea zimanda rabrakato robroko zokuzokoto rebreke kese sando robroko sondo rebreke kese kerebreke kese kese so I hear the word Africa for you I hear Africa and I hear Europe probably other places too but those are the two that are here and then i also heard uh lester somewhere somewhere you know who he is mm-hmm. yeah you should probably study that man of god <laughs> hallelujah 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 pastor jeff a pastor friend of mine went to a conference and many people become, I have a church of 10,000 people, 5,000 people. And then there's this precious pastor who stood up and he said, I have a church of five, of 2,000 pastors. They reach out to 50 million people. And I'm saying that, that's what I'm seeing this church. Like a church of missionaries, a church of, whether the missionaries in the marketplace, it's just a church of missionaries. That's what I keep saying. Like they're going, they're going, they're going. So what it means is if someone tarry here too long, it's time to have a meeting with them and say, why are you still here? You need to be gone. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you have to make it practical. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Hallelujah. Lester Samuel. Lester Samuel took care of the poor. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) He was a serious man of faith. That's what I see for you, sir. And I hear now. It's now. It's not tomorrow. It's now. Because the enemy is killing people. The Lord told me people are not just dying. The enemy is killing them. There's no more time. Jesus is coming. He's already on his way. Look at the signs. It's, it's, that's the reality. Amen? Amen. Amen. There's no more time. They're going to leave soon. Pastor, many of these people, you're not going to see them for two months. Don't think they backslided. They did not. (laughs) They might be in Africa or Europe. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) kick them out. Hallelujah. Because people need to fulfill their destiny. People need to fulfill their destiny. You're not here to keep people. Even Jesus said, I need to go. Oh, Lord, stay. No, absolutely not. I need to go so the Holy Ghost can come. You're not, the church is not to, to sit. No, it's to be mobilized. Ephesians 4.11. The edifying of the saints for the work of the ministry. That's what I'm saying, Pastor. They just go whoosh, whoosh, wave after wave after wave to the point even. Mm-hmm, wave after wave and just here and here and here and here. Some of them we plant churches. Some of them we just do like a Missionary work. Some of them take care of the 
the orphans. We have an orphanage crisis right now. It's a crisis. So, hands. It's all hands on deck. Yeah. yeah. There's a lady in our church. Uh, she's 94 years old. She runs faster than many people here, <laughs> including me. She's a small Italian lady on fire. <laughs> and there's another one. She's about 86. She led 400,000 people to Jesus. Her specialty is nursing homes. She goes to nursing homes after nursing homes after nursing homes. Hallelujah. All hands on deck, guys. All hands. We need people in business. We, we need. It's so bad. So bad. We need people to touch the realm of finances so we can bless other people to go. Amen? If you cannot go, support someone else to go. Be part of it. Don't, be, don't, don't miss out. Right now it's like the, the, the ark of Noah. The door is open, but that door is closing like this. It's closing. Amen? And we don't want to be found with people who have denied Christ. Because also we are in danger if we don't do the work of the Lord. We say we, if we try our work, it's either wool stay and what do you call it, hay and stubble, or it's going to be precious gold. Amen? We don't want to be spewed out of his mouth. We have to be busy. We have to be busy. Amen? Amen. Like pastors say, seminary, I don't know, but I've never been to a seminary. But it's truly is to come, you get charged, you're out. That's actually how it is. Amen? When the Holy Ghost fell upon the disciples, they were out. And that's actually how you maintain the fire and increase the fire. What is happening today is just Lighting fire. But you have to. Yeah, how do you call it? Yeah, find it. Yeah. Winning souls for the Lord. Helping the poor. You know, not just doing charity work. But you use charity work as an excuse to say, come here. Fire. <laughs> yes. It will save you years of counseling. I promise you. Holy Ghost can do it in 10 minutes. Done. It's just done. Amen. Homeless people. Yes. Start to go out and, 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 and get them. Use that fire that you're receiving. Hallelujah. I see you want prayer. Amen. Prayer. Anyone who needs prayer, please come here. We're going to pray for you. Anyone who needs prayer. Hallelujah. Just raise your hand. Want to be bored? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Raise your hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, she asked for the boldness to preach the word. Lord, grant her her request. Remember, when the, the disciple prayed for, for you to stretch your healing hands and to give them boldness to preach the word, they start to preach the word. So, Father, do the same thing for her. Hallelujah. Baptize her with fire. Fill her up right now. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for your joy, oh Lord. Thank you for your joy. Just receive it, sister. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Someone is behind you. Okay, <laughs> <all right. laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
You know, many times when you fall, you don't, you don't actually feel anything. The only reason why the capture is there is because, because people are too afraid that their head is. So, hallelujah. Just lay there and let God walk with you. Amen. He's about to show you the people that you need to touch, not just your family. As you go for other people, God is sending people for your family. I'm telling you, yeah, it happened to my family like that. The Lord said, follow me, I will take care of them. He has blessed my mom. Almost everyone is born again now. And my mom, she wrote a book, a German book for the 12th grade in Cameroon. That's the official book now. When she went to Germany, they put her in the German castle just to honor her. And I knew that was the faithfulness of God, what he told me. Follow me and I will take care of them. Hallelujah. So go after other families. Then you can say to the Lord, Lord, remember how I went for other families. Send someone to my family. Sometimes family is because of familiarity. Sometimes. You, you can preach to your family. They don't want to hear. And then you call me and I just say, Jesus. <laughs> it's familiarity. Amen. Amen. So, so sometimes the best thing is to send someone else. Sometimes it's the best thing to do. Familiarity. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for this sister. Just see those souls. See them. See them. Forget about your family for a second and just see the family of God. See them receive that fire. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, ma'am. Thank you, sister. Here's the first problem that you just said. We need to cancel what you just said. You said you don't need much. You say, I don't need much. That's what I mean. You need much. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. You need much. Don't be afraid to say, Lord, I need much. I mean. It's a blessing. Yeah. Remember, God, God is not broke. <laughs> you know, sometimes I know. I mean, he's not gonna go bankrupt. <laughs> like, wow, you, you you caused me to be bankrupt. No, if it is much, there's a there's a lot to do. You see, yes, yes. Many many times, many times, it's our capacity to receive that is the problem. One day God give us this is our capacity. We can hold this. But you cannot hold the fridge with your hand like this. So you need to increase that capacity to receive. Through prayer, through the knowledge, through this, God can tell you start a business here, here, and it will bless you. Amen? Because there's much to do. Amen? Yeah. Who knows Dr. Reinhard Bonke? <laughs> Dr. Reinhard Bonke came to the school, and he gave, uh, he gave a, commence a graduation speech, and he said he sees the lower stream and the upper stream coming together for this end time harvest. I mean the upper stream is the anointing and the lower is the finance. They're coming together for the harvest of souls. If the devil cannot stop the anointing, he will do everything to stop through the finance. Period. You can have the anointing, but if the finance does not match it, you're going nowhere. It's the truth. 
is the truth. So Jesus himself, God say, I am, I am the, the Lord that God will give you power to create wealth. To do what? To establish his covenant. Yeah, it's right there in the Bible. But if you don't know what God says about finance, about wealth, you will not have that certainty that God really truly wants to bless you financially. Amen? There's a lot of people. You know why? Because there's a lot of orphanages that you need to fund. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, a lot of orphanages that you need to fund. Hallelujah. Father, <laughs> ah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And make sure you always tight. That's tight. Hallelujah. So we rebuke the devourer for our sake. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't have time to rebuke the devourer. So there's a simple solution. Tight. That's what his word says. <laughs> I'm not even joking with that thing. I, I, I'm, mm -mm. When someone comes for prayer for finance, do you tithe? No, I don't believe in that. Okay, goodbye. Because you will be blessed and you will leave. Right? The devourer does not take to give to another saint. He come and take to give to whoever. <laughs> Amen? Hallelujah. Father, thank you. And it's also an anointing for giving. Mm -hmm. That's why you need much, my sister. Because there's an anointing for giving. People are givers, but it's also grace for giving. Yeah. So ask him for that. Say, Lord. Say, Lord. Lord. I ask for the grace for giving. In Jesus' name. It's a good prayer, by the way, to pray. A grace for giving. Hallelujah. There's a lot to be done, sister. So for now on, be careful of what you say. You say, Lord, I want, don't even compromise. There's no compromise. Don't try to be cute. Don't try to, nope. You say, Lord, there's a lot of work to be done. You're not going to get broke. You're not going to go broke. So I need it to do the work. Give me the wisdom and the resources. Amen? God bless you. Mm -hmm. Yes? What do you want? Prayer. Okay, so raise your hand right now, both hands. Okay, <coughs> you're gonna renounce first those things.
Hello? Okay. Just a quick testimony. I just came from Pennsylvania, and I was listening to a first Baptist preacher, right? And he lost his voice because of a virus. He started to speak like this. He was a worship leader. So I'm listening to his testimony on radio, and uh, another first Baptist, so they asked him to resign because he could not speak. Another first Baptist church invites him to come and speak. He tells them, you know, my voice is gone. They say, yeah, we know, but we love you. Please come. And you hear it on radio as he's speaking about the healing virtue of the Lord. He goes, I believe. God he healed. And he healed just like that. And he was, and you hear the precious pastor crying. Right there, healed him as he was preaching. Amen. So if you're dealing with anything, don't let the devil make you sit down. Absolutely not. You confess your healing, you believe I'm healed, and you get about the business of God. You just move forward. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. That's how it is. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else prayer? Yes.